You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and this evening I'm joined by Greg. Hello, Guy. Hello, Guy. Not guys tonight. Well, we'll start off with just Guy and maybe end up with guys. But hi, how's it going? Hi, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm a wee bit tired after a busy day. A busy day. Out of run, you know what I'm like, Greg. Mm -hmm. Fitness first. Fitness freak. First (laughs) run in months and I hated it. Bye tonight. John's going to come on, but he's busy watching the Aberdeen game. What? It's a point of that, man. They were one nothing up. Game over. I'm um, needing a beauty sleep, so he'll join us in about 20 minutes. He'll jump in. So in the podcast, we normally start off with a charity bet. We normally start off with a negative update in the charity bet, but not this week. Not this not week this because week. we managed to get some money in the pot. Jamie Longworth scored first for Stranraer, and we got 11 to 2 for him, which was pretty tasty. Good odds. So that's £55 added to the pot, which brings it up to £222 already. Uh, is that a, that's a great total, considering we're what, about a third of the way through the season, maybe? Maybe about a third? Yeah, I'm round about that, yeah. Considering it was, what, 300 last season for, a, for the whole uh, the whole season, I think that's... Uh, I think we're on track to make a... Don't want to put the, the hex on it, but I think we're on track to make a bumper, a bumper profit for charity this year, thanks to McBookie. Aye, good guys at McBookie. Sort good guys. Us out with that. Yep. The treble failed, but we don't want to focus too much on that. We'll focus on the £55 on Longworth. Yeah, yeah definitely. Great. Ah, doing the business for us again, the young man. Yep. So £222, as I say, in the pot, courtesy of McBookie, who give us £10 on the treble or double or whatever and £10 on the first scorer. And also, if you've not got an account with them, they're pretty good with the free £5 bets. They do for existing customers. I've lost quite a bit of money on it, to be honest, but it's still mm. worth a, a try. It's like bet a fiver on Scottish football or, or bet a fiver on a junior cup game, that kind of thing. But it's, it's can, good. What you can do is employ my uh, strategy of using it as an insurance bet as well. So what you can do is you can pick a pretty much certainty in, the, in whatever market of the three bets choice. Let's say it was the SPL. So you pick a certainty like... Celtic at home to Ross County and then you can put two or three other teams in your accumulator as well and if, uh, if the whole thing comes down you get £5 back so it's a it's a great offer really good offer for the um, bookie guys so yeah, I got on it if you've not got an account get signed up pronto Aye, that's tell, it, them, that's... tell them S Football Forum sent you <laughs> that sounds sounds a bit of a threat that or what you could do is, is sign up through the S Football Forums account, and then S Football Forums gets a big whacking backhanded payday from McBookie as well in a brown envelope. That sounds even better. What I'll do is I'll include an affiliate link within the the podcast summary. That'll be even Definitely. better. Definitely, you should tweet it out in the uh, the new uh, podcast Twitter account as well with its sexy new logo. Oh, I SFF podcast on Twitter, and Greg's done as a wee logo. I'm like Tony Hart. Aye, good, good, good choice there. Good choice. You didn't go going, for a roll. Wasn't going to go roll. <laughs> He's off limits. <laughs> right, Greg. Contract it's, been on busy, this. it's been a busy weekend mm-hmm. for you, I'm sure. I'm on to dive straight in to Stuart McCall. Aye, aye. Uh, it's a bit of a surprise. Um, 
when the announcement was made uh, last night, because there had been sometimes with these things, there's rumours circulating that maybe he's going, he's thinking about it, but it really did come out of uh, come out of the blue last night, and um, I still sort of, um, I think a lot of people are still sort of a wee bit in shock this morning with, the, with his announcement. Aye, I, th- I think it's a, it's a bit of a shame to hear him talk about how he was losing sleep. I'm sure mm. it's not just this weekend that he's been deliberating over this. Uh, it's no, a bit sad I, to see after the success he had when he was at third place and two second places. Well, ignore yeah. the first season because he, he only had half a season really mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. But he had such a good record and then for it to turn sour and I can understand why he's turning around and saying I just I just don't know what to do. I mean, as you, you, you kind of... Um, I mean, I think you need to take your hat off to the guy because there was certainly no pressure from uh, the football club for him to leave and I think in fact the exact opposite was true I think they spent hours on Sunday afternoon trying to um, trying to get him to change his mind such was the um, such was the high regard that he's held in by, the, by everybody at the club but it sounds as though um, like you mentioned there he certainly made his mind up and perhaps there was you know, perhaps it had been something he'd been thinking about for the last couple of weeks I don't think he would have made the decision a snap decision off the back of the St Johnson game it's definitely been something that's has been at the back of his mind, but I mean, he always said that uh, any time he was asked in press conferences about pressure being on him, he said, you know, when he would know when um, when his time is up, he would need to be told, and he would he would be the one that, that, that jacks it in. So he was kind of true to his word by by doing so yesterday. And I mean, he's, he's it means Motherwell don't need to pay him any uh, peace contract out or any compensation or anything. So again, all credit to him for for taking that stance. He could easily have hung in until Christmas and maybe beyond until the club are sort of forced to do something about it and then take a payoff. But um, I think it's a I think it's a mark of his character that he, he chose to um chose to step aside when he did because I mean to say there was no pressure and he could have hung on to Christmas but he's clearly I think he clearly feels as though he's taken he's taken the club and that um squad of players that he's got probably as far as he as far as he could and although nobody envisaged the start to the season we've had this year. Uh, I mean I think everybody kinda hoped that he would he would be able to do enough to, to sort of turn that around. But when, yeah, you're right when he's talking about losing sleep. And he, he kind of made mention of the fact that um, he kind of carried the defeats with him um, a wee bit longer than maybe should. Then perhaps for his own sanity as well, it's maybe he's maybe making the right decision as well by, by jacking it in. Yeah, there's talk of him going to Crystal Palace mm. uh, but to join as a Warnock. Still- Ah, it's Neil Warnock down at Crystal Palace. Yeah, so yeah, uh, maybe that's going to be good for him, uh, being a wee bit out of the limelight, being a, a number two. Possibly. I mean, possibly that's 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 the type of thing that he's needing to do because, um, I mean, it's, it's, I think I think if he feels as though in himself that he's not he's not the man for the job, which it kind of sounds like he was saying in his, in his, in his press release today, and it's easier to turn out and say, Oh, you know, we're going to go and keep scrapping and keep fighting, and we're determined to turn it around. But if he's gets doubt in his mind as to whether he's the man to do that, then I think he's made the right decision by sort of saying, eh, "I don't, I don't fancy a, a scrap in the in the bottom three this season." And probably there might be other there might be other managers managers who are better suited to that type of situation than he is. So um, it goes. I mean, it goes. He's 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 got a head held high in his record and tackle, like you said. He's, I mean, Champions League qualification, back-to-back second-place finishes. In terms of like a league campaign, he's, he's, he's head and shoulders the best, probably the best Motherwell manager I've ever seen up there in terms of what we've done in the league. But he always had this aspect of uh, cup results 
and European knockout results, which was always sort of not a black mark against his name, but it was certainly something that kind of got brought up time and time again because it, for whatever reason, our, our performance in those competitions was um, so below par compared to our league. Um, league performance that are always, I think that's I played in his mind a wee bit, and of course the exit to, to Hamilton a few weeks ago, I've got, I've got a funny feeling that's probably the game that he maybe, um, was maybe the final sort of kick in the, kick in the balls for him, but he moves on and, and, and we look for a new manager, so um, fingers crossed we, you know, we go down the route, the route of employing somebody who's maybe in the same sort of league in the same sort of calibre as he is. I tipped off a, a BBC journalist earlier today, Greg, about mm. a a couple of potential candidates for the job. A couple of wild cards. A couple of wild cards. I put uh, your name and my name into the into the the hat, but the the, the BBC journalist wasn't taking me up on it. No, just... She's probably probably checking sources and stuff just now before she before she reports that to the um, to the wider media. You know. I've also I've also asked McBookie for odds on us. <laughs> uh, they weren't forthcoming. But I think, again, they're looking uh, at our CVs. Uh, I've played yes. football manager for probably <laughs> close to 20 years. So <laughs> I've, I've got a calibre behind me. I, I don't know about you. You've got plenty of experience, Greg, but I don't know what in. I would, I would probably be getting brought in as more of a sort of fitness coach because you know me with my strict protein-only diet um, that, I, that, I, that I like to... Um, I like to um, partake of now and again. I would, I would obviously be the fitness guy in the side of this. That's need just because you want to be... Sheepskin jacket and the cigar guy. Aye, did you see uh, Derek Adams on sports scene last night? I did. I did. Oh, what? When he was getting asked about the job, what a oh. poker face he's got. And he just completely ignored the question. <laughs> and he just gave uh, an answer to something else. Uh, Derek Adams doesn't need to worry about that because he, I've got, I've got more chance to get that job than Derek Adams has got that job because he, Derek Adams, uh, as a player at Motherwell, was widely despised by about 50% of the home support. He was one of these guys that just never, ever um, you know, convinced, the, convinced the supporters that he was up to the job. So for him to even be suggesting that he was going to take that job, given where we are in the league, that's a, that would be a, a, a catastrophe of an appointment unless he came in and won every game from now to the end of the season, which he's not going to do. So I don't I think that's the case of the book he's putting two and two together. Used to play for Motherwell, hasn't he got a job, you know, must fancy his chances. The same as Owen Coyle's been linked with a job and Chris McCart's been linked with a job and Stephen Craigan's been linked with a job. Scott Leach has been linked with a job. I don't know. I think I hope Mother will take a wee bit of time and get and try and get the uh, the right person in the in the door to to, to basically keep us up this season, that's that's what it's going to be about now, given that, as I'm sure we'll cover later on, the Scottish Cup draw. This season's now about survival, by the looks of things. <laughs> Aye, so rewinding a wee bit, because mm-hmm. I've not mentioned uh, the games last week. So we had yep. uh, the Cup games yep. that week, and Rangers against St Johnson was on the telly box. I, I sat in my couch with a few cans of tenants and, and enjoyed the result. I'm not so sure that I enjoyed the game because, as Rangers showed, they can be very pedestrian. And if you've got a player like Aird, who is often the the guy that that excites the fans, often the guy that's going to take somebody on, and he was just he just did nothing that game. Yeah. Without somebody like him, we're not going to see any sparks of genius from Black, for example. He's not going to assist in a break at all. McLeod, 
had an okay game. The problem with him is he gets played out in the left, and if you've seen during that game, he just gravitates towards the centre of the park, and that's where he's most effective when we're breaking at pace. He's got the, the skill to, to beat a guy, but he just doesn't get that chance when he's out wide. Aye, he looks like the type of boy to me that he gets himself in a lot of good positions, um, and he'll, 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 he'll probably squander maybe 60% of those chances. But, I mean, when he gets... You know, when he gets a, a, a decent look, he has. I like the fact that he has a go at goals. He's not he's not scared to having a having a having a pop and having a shot for somewhere. He's not the kind of guy that's going to pass the buck. And certainly, when I mean, his goal was a, um, his goal was took really well. But he probably he probably could have had another couple because he had decent chances throughout the game as well. But I like the fact that he gets himself in these positions and um, you know he's, he's got the potential to score those score those goals for that a midfield slot. Uh, so it wasn't very good. Uh, one positive I took from the game was within the first maybe five minutes, O'Halloran had a race with Jig and it was embarrassing. But <laughs> luckily that never happened again in the whole game. Uh, so, Aye, I mean, that's, that's the thing with Big McCulloch. I mean, he's, he, he's there and he does a job at the moment. Uh, and I don't think he's expecting him to be the, to be the sprightly youngster that he, that he never really was, even when he was... Even when he was a teenager at Fir Park, he was never really known for his pace. But um, I was a wee bit disappointed with St Johnson. I thought, I thought if they if they'd gambled a wee bit more, they might just have uh, pulled that pulled the result out of the bag. I mean, obviously losing uh, Murray Davidson early on was a was a bit of a blow. But I, th- I thought they might have chucked McFadden on maybe be half an hour left of the game as opposed to four minutes or whatever he got at the end. So it's uh, difficult to tell uh, how. Watching the game, how much was orchestrated and how much just simply happens? For example, St Johnson were given a lot of the the ball, and it seemed to be that that Rangers were almost accepting of that and and standing off at times. And could you look at the game and say Rangers played that until the last maybe twenty minutes when they stepped up a gear? It's difficult to say. Maybe uh, I, maybe it's I. Maybe I'm giving McCoy's too much credit, and obviously I'm very biased. So. It's easy for me to say things like that. But aye, McFadden, when he came on, the, the crowd's reaction to him was interesting. Uh, pretty much uh, from the, the off, he was he was caught offside. <laughs> yes, uh, I think he was caught offside and I think he played a misplaced pass. And, uh, and that was usually two, uh, two uh, uh, moments he was involved in the game. But it was, it was a bit of a shame because I watched the... Uh, I watched the St. Johnson game, St. Johnson Mallow game on Friday, and he played the full game, and he's starting to look a wee bit more like the, the James McFadden of old. So I think he'll be disappointed he wasn't given a bit more of a, a run out at Ibrooks. Well, we've got the, the the squads announced, the Scotland squads announced tomorrow, mm. lunchtime, 12 midday. So I, he could be getting a call up, Greg. He's been a while since he's been fighted. <laughs> I think he would. I think he would need to have had a, a really impressive. Uh, Weekend for that to happen, but I mean, at him least Derek Riordan. Ah, man, at least if he's at least if he's getting a regular game, because that's what he needs. He needs to be playing ninety minutes. Uh, and Johnson. So hopefully you'll see a bit more game time. But I think he's. I think that ship has uh, has sailed. To be honest. I so that was on the the Tuesday night, and then obviously there was uh, the games on the Wednesday night. But but then I was just happy to be in the draw for the semi final. Yeah. The other yeah. games. Passed me by as I looked forward to the draw, which turned out to be a, a bit of a, a corker. <laughs> We've got the, the new firm hmm. and the the old firm. Well, many people say it's not the old firm anymore, but we'll just we'll, we'll brush past that, Greg, because it's just you and I here talking. It's so just, we can say that. politics, Greg, you know me. I'm interested uh, in politics. Ah, but it's, it's probably the, the biggest uh, semi final they could have hoped for. 
There's oh, yeah. some people's maybe not looking forward to the the endless hype we're going to get, but the the Celtic against Rangers game. Mm-hmm. But me, I'm excited and nervous. I don't want it to happen. I do want it to happen. I'm I'm just not really sure, but I do know I'll be getting a ticket for it, and I'll be feeling sick in the, in the morning of the game. But see what happens. I, I mean, there's there's no doubt that's the. I mean, that's it's the game that everybody's been been. I'm not going to say I'm looking forward to because I don't think that's the right that's the right expression. But I, it's it's the game that a lot of people have been anticipating since really Rangers dropped in those divisions, and I think everybody knew it was going to happen at, at some point. Um, and to be, in some respects, it's. I agree with you. I think we're going to get, get three months of hype, and then you know the game's going to going to pass, and hopefully that's going to be it, sort of done and dusted. I think everybody just has to sort of take the medicine with this game and take the nonsense that's going to come along with it, and accept it because it's the first time they meet since uh, what went on. There's going to be all sorts of stuff attached to the back of that game. I think everybody just has to accept that's the way it is, and hope that the hope that the game passes without uh, without too much incident. But I mean, in terms of, uh, from a neutral's point of view, I mean, uh, as I said to you today, I'm not, I, I can't say I'm excited about the game, but I mean, it's one of these ties that I'll, I'll definitely be tuning in to watch because I would imagine the BBC would be um, would be showing that one on Council TV. So it's going to, I mean, it's going to call so. a big TV audience. And um, as we were discussing today, maybe it ups the profile of the game a wee bit. I don't know, don't know if that's the case or not, but it's certainly one that's going to, it's going to attract a lot of interest. Ah, yeah, I don't want to detract too much from the, the results midweek because Celtic uh, getting a wee bit of a run together there, uh, winning 6-0 against Partick and yeah. Gudetti, uh, really looking at a, a bit of talent. Guy's looking like a, he's looking like a great acquisition again. I mean, he's he's, he's certainly banging those goals in and like you were saying, as a, as a bit of a first scorer, I think he's, I think he's odds are gradually getting clawed back every week. I don't think he's a great price anymore, but he's, he's a guy that looks more than comfortable playing at that level. Uh, well, he's making all the right noises for Celtic fans as well, talking about the, the quadruple. Yep. Uh, it's maybe a little pie in the sky, but if, what, what do you expect for a player? Would you expect them to come round and say, ah, I think we'll be lucky to get a single yeah. this season? You want them to be challenging on all fronts. You want them to have a bit of confidence, as long as it's not cockiness. Confidence is a good thing, and, and he seems to have it. One thing, uh, he's he's meant to be on quite a bit of money. I've heard uh, rumours uh, of as high as forty grand a week. Uh, bearing in mind, he's only on loan from Man City, so Celtic would need to to either match that or or give him a, a tempting enough offer for him to drop that demands. If that's true, so I, I don't know. I don't know. He says he's he's keen on staying, but I think he might be. Might Celtic might be priced out of that. Especially ah, if he keeps scoring like this. A, I mean, that is that is a difficult with taking players on loan sometimes because you kind of hope it works out for you, but then you kind of know it in your heart of hearts if it does work out for you, then they are you know, the the sort of host club will either recall the player because they're playing well, or they'll say, "No, that's fine, you can keep them, but here's the price." And that's I I, I think that might be the stumbling block. Um, stumbling block for Celtic. I mean, I, I, I kind of, I kind of hope not because I mean, it's, again, it's, if I'm going to pay to go and watch football, I want to go and see good players. And if they happen to be in the opposition, they happen to be in the opposition. But he's he's one of these guys that if he continues doing what he's been doing at a domestic level, I mean, he's he's going to be absolutely thumping the goals in this season. So from Celtic's point of view, I think it would be, I think it would be bad business if they were if they were seen to be letting him go without putting up a, a reasonable fight. Uh, and, 
in terms of trying to keep him because he's obviously one that the supporters are, are keen to keep playing as well. I, I just like I just like I like his style. I like his um you were saying before about talking about the quadruple. I like all that. I think you need to have a, a smattering of players in the game that are doing and saying that type of thing, being a wee bit cocky and talking it up because yeah, there's a fine just, line though. Because uh, no. is it Cummings off Hibs? Aye. I think he pushes it too far. Ah, but there's a difference. So this, this you've just you've just summed that up in the sentence you just you just uh, you just said there. Cummings of Hibs. That's the difference. See if you get some dope playing for Hibs. That's when the square root of hee haw has scored a couple of goals and he's sitting there talking himself up. I think that's a different a different situation for somebody that's that's playing week in week in week out for the for the best team in Scotland who is on loan from one of the top sides in Europe. I think at that point you can afford to be a wee bit cocky. But when you've when you've done square at nothing at Blooming Hibs, I think you need to keep your trap shut. I uh, Hibs are papped out on penalties against Dundee United. Our uh, old Hibs. Aye. Uh, again, uh, in Aberdeen beat Hamilton one 0 And I've already mentioned the the semi final draw, the thirty first of January and the first of February. I think the the, the Ranger Celtic game will be on the Sunday. You know what the yeah. the top brass they don't like uh, us enjoying those kind of games too oh, much. That'll be so, two, uh, twelve o'clock on a Sunday, I would imagine. Be yeah, a, a inconvenient. Sunday. Yep, trying yeah, to make I, sure that we can't have a drink before the game. I'd quite like to have seen um, maybe shown the other semi final as well because I think I mean it's obviously going to be overshadowed by the fact that it's it's Celtic Rangers the next day, but I think I think that might be quite a good tie as well because both those sides. Um, are going reasonably well this season, so that's I think that's a really difficult one to difficult one to call. But I don't know whether maybe she will be will be showing both ties or whether maybe somebody else will pick up the the uh, United Aberdeen game. I think they'll get a decent crowd because I think that the the fans will be uh, willing to travel for that. As I mentioned earlier, the the new firm. Yep. If you want to call Definitely. it that, yeah. Uh, I I both both ties should be good, but they're ages away. As I say, the end oh, of January. Oh. Start of February. Aye, so games at the weekend, and well, we've kind of touched on the, the Friday night game. Unless there's anything else you wanted to talk about, that. no, I just, I just, the only thing that struck me, I watched the game on Friday, and uh, again, I just, I just think we've been desperately unlucky again because I, th- I thought we played well. The first half, especially, we looked as though we were approaching the type of football that we've been playing for the last couple of seasons. We got that goal, and at that point, you're thinking, right, good. Let's kick on and, and see this game out. And we controlled the first half. Ainsworth had a had a shot and it's cannoned off the keeper's knees, rebounded to the edge of the eighteen yard box, and St Johnston have more or less run up the park and scored. And at that point you just think, Oh, come on, you've got to be kidding me on. Just how did O'Halloran have the legs to finish that? Ah, I mean I that just don't understand that. The, the pretty Yep. Pretty impressive break because I mean we were I think it was it was four and three or something and there was a couple of other players. Somebody tried to take um, take him in the halfway line yep. and missed, uh, and then I mean he's, he's he's done really well there. And then the second goal, two of those defenders have run into each other. Oh, that's, that's comedy. Keystone cop stuff, and again he skips round him. And to be fair to the boys, he's, he's he's taking his chance really well. But he still just, did. Just, he still did well with a nice wee jink after he aye, got past it. he had a lot of work to do in a difficult angle, but um, it just sums their luck up just now. Really, as we couldn't we can't buy a win at the moment. So aye. More of the same from Motherwell, unfortunately. Aye, I've got a wee bit of a complaint, a wee moan about the, the Kelly Dundee game, and specifically I want to focus on the, the Samson incident. And I'm going to the, the moan oh, I've got is about the, 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 the moan I've got is about the pundits. Okay. Right, Jonathan, 
is it Jonathan Sutherland? Uh-huh. Is, is there ever a point in sending a keeper up? And then they're oh. all going, ah, you don't send a keeper up. That's just because they've seen a keeper make a mess yet. Absolutely. Oh, I, I don't understand them because how often do you see a keeper go up the park, right? And you don't often see them score a goal, I'll give you that. But they're like a magnet in that box. Mm-hmm. Something Definitely. about it. They, they, more often than not, they win the ball in the air. And as I say, you don't often see them scoring, but they're winning that ball in the air. So why not just put them up the top I, I, and be I sensible about it? I agree with you. Do you know what? It's, football's entertainment. I like nothing better than seeing the goalkeeper of your side get up for a corner. Because at that point, you know there's a 50-50 chance of the other team scoring, or at least a, a race back to the goals. And it's, it's exciting. And at least pundits last night, I've, I've obviously never watched the... I mean, the world-famous... Best ever goal scored by a goalkeeper was um, was the, was the keeper that played for Carlisle, and uh, oh, I, he scored I, a last minute header. I think to either put them up or keep them up or do something or other. And, and I mean that's I mean that's the type of thing you just can't you can't buy. The only thing that struck me about the, the Samson instant was that I couldn't understand was when they started racing back to goals. Why he then ran to the touchline? To try and take one to take the, the Dundee player out when, I mean, when they had uh, defenders behind them, defender right next to him. <laughs> and it's now, like, no, back to your goal line. But uh, to be fair, I think it was was it Stuart that scored. Was it him that got the, the goal from that? He, he took his uh, he took his goal really well. Hi, I'm Derek Ray, and you're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. Hello, John. All right, all right, He's all back. right. Well, we're just talking about the the goal. Uh, the killer against Dundee game, the final goal, and we're talking about Samson, how uh, he went up for the the corner and then he ended up strolling back. There was Aye. there was a there was a point where he sprinted and that was just to do the the slide tackle. But see when he missed that tackle, he just he couldn't be bothered sprinting back. It was like a casual wee jog, and that's something I hate. I hate when I play football with folk and they can't be bothered running back because it just so happened that uh, Hamill blocked the first shot on the line and when he did that, see if Samson had been running quickly, he could have been back and he could have got a, a challenge and he could have possibly stopped a goal. But he yeah. didn't he? because he was jogging, he, he felt defeated. Oh, that annoys me. That, I see that a lot in sevens and fives, folk giving in and it, it really, there's no excuse for it. Yeah, definitely. Aye, that was, that was my moan, John. Just having a moan about that. Uh, we're just starting to cover the weekend games there. Uh, we've done the Motherwell game and then the, the Kelly game there. Uh, the Hamilton Partick Thistle game. I don't Crack know game. if it was if it was me, but when I was watching it on my iPad, I, something struck me. See their artificial pitch? It looks awfully pixelated. And I've seen this before on the telly as well. It just doesn't I, look right. I think they, I think it's water. I think they soak it. Ah, so that's what just, I think as well. So just the reflection for the floodlights, because I think they, they absolutely drenched those pitches, because I'm sure the one at Kilmarnock, if you watch uh, the games at Kilmarnock, when the ball's running along the ground, you can see the spray fly up off the back of the ball. I think I think they absolutely drenched these pitches. But I, I know what you mean. It's maybe just the camera angle at uh, New Douglas Park, or the the, uh, the angle the floodlights are at, but it does look, it looks a bit sketchy. You mentioned it earlier in the season, but Greg, about the fact that Kamara and Hamilton obviously both having an advantage. You probably do that obviously to make it even more difficult for teams definitely, to go. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Because it's hard enough to play on an artificial surface if you're not used to it. But if you've got it then soaked to a water, yep. it's even trickier because what boots do you wear? 
That's right, aye. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really bad and when it gets to the colder weather and the ground doesn't quite freeze, it gets frosty. Those artificial pitches, when somebody hits a, a heavy pass to you, the way it skates off the surface, yeah, it's really difficult to judge long passes like that. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Watering, watering pitches in itself isn't unusual because I know they've, they've often got the sprinklers on at the part before the game, but I think just because it is the, the 3G or the 4G, whatever they're, they're calling it these days, I think because it is the artificial surface, it's definitely got a, um, an effect on the, on the speed of the ball and the, and the weight of the pass and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm all for scrapping these spawning plastic pitches. Deduct You're old school, though, Greg. Deduct, deduct all the points accrued on a plastic pitch, reverse all the results on a plastic pitch, and uh, we would still be in the Scottish Cup last season, and we'd still be in the League Cup this season. <laughs> How about that for a, for a stretch? Right, we'll see what we can do there, Greg. What I'll do is I'll, I'll give Doncaster a call and ask him because <laughs> he's not doing anything else. He's not looking for a sponsor or anything like that. He's giving up on that. So he's Forget just sitting on his thumbs. I'm telling you, Craig, get your bid in. I, I've tried, John. It's fallen on deaf ears. I don't think Doncaster uh, spends any time in his office. I think he's, he's down. He's been playing the bulls and well, the, the summer now is dominoes. But, that is, but, but who is that? I mean, not to detract this whole thing for top games, but who's asking that question? Who's chapping his door and saying, oh, you got a sponsor yet? And he says, no, look, empty. And, well, the guy down the road's going to offer you 20 grand. Go and let him sponsor the league as opposed to nobody. You colossal dick. <laughs> so he is. How exactly. he's done a job baffles me. He's like, calamity. See, the thing is, see if he accepted that bid, he said 10 grand, right? Aye. He can get them to sign a confidentiality so nobody finds out it was 10 grand. So it's not going to detract for the value of, I don't know what he's linked for, a million, let's pluck a figure, figure out of thin air. But it's not going to detract, detract from that because it will be confidential. The only problem is when it becomes uh, Smith the new news agent's SPFL, <laughs> there's probably a clue that it's not a million pound deal. Oh, but Greg, the thing is, we're already in the situation where the Challenge Cup is a Petrofac training cup. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. You're right. The League Cup's the Criminals Cup. No, the League Cup isn't that anymore, John. It's nothing now. No, oh, is it not? It's not no, it's nothing. It's another Even the Criminals don't want involved with it. No, it has. We've moved on. <laughs> Aye, sorry, back to the games. Aye, back to the games. The Dundee United game, Jim Goodwin, up to his usual uh, an elbow. Is, I've not heard if he's called up. What is Jim Goodwin? Honestly, I watched that last night and you see it in real time and you're thinking, what's going on there? And he's short in slow motion. And you just think, what is going through Jim Goodwin's mind? That ball's out. It's out already. And he's he's cracked the boy in the jaw with his elbow. And then he's, he walked past him and stuck his arms out like, what? What did I do? <laughs> it's a parody of himself. He's a parody of a dick. What's that, John? Chris on Twitter, I think, was saying something about those death tarts and Jim Goodwin challenges. Jim <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was me, John. Was I, it you, Greg? That was Sorry. Me. I'm not get, Chris is not getting the credit for that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, by the way, if we don't spoke about the charity a bit already, I take it with Chip. Aye, I mentioned uh, Longworth coming in with £55. Who was it that said Longworth would score first? I can't remember. Was it me? I don't write that uh, down. I don't write that down, John. I, uh, I just write John, John that was picked. It's a team effort, John. I was new on uh, last week. I'm taking part of credit for that. Oh, Greg, you took credit early in the season. It was you that <laughs> I'm taking the credit. <laughs> That's not bad, £222. That's good so far. That is good. Aye, aye, I'm chuffed with that. Anything else? Uh, the Celtic game? Um, a, a, wee bit, a wee bit annoyed again with that Inverness. Stop. No, no, I'm not. 
Oh, aye, aye, he's got first eyes on fire. That's I'm annoyed Bill with Gates. Inverness, how they stopped. They stopped for the fill. Again, it annoys me. When I see when I play with players, see aye, when I see professionals, when they stop for a fill. Play to the whistle. The referee can still give a foul when you carry on playing. You don't have to stand there. It's not like cricket where you have to stand and turn to the referee and go, foul, oh, foul. The referee can blow the whistle without that. So just carry on. Yeah, it was mental. Because it wasn't even... I, I, I think it was even approaching being a foul. It wasn't no. even a, a 50-50 decision. There's absolutely nothing involved in that. So. But I, just, I thought Inverness looked all right in, in patches, though. I mean, they, a couple of Near good chances end, later on. Aye, they, yep. could have, they could have uh, clawed a goal back. But, um, aye, it's, it's, it's a decent three points for Celtic. They keep grinding some of these results out. They're either thumping sides or they're edging past them at the moment. Yep. Right, John, you were watching the Ross County the big, against... The big game. A big, game. big TV game. The big TV yeah. game. Live BT Sport, Derek Ray. Aye. So how was it? Ah, it was all right. Ross County. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute, John. Wait a minute, John. You're, you're never going to get a job as a pundit if that's what... That's how you start. Aye. Well, but so, there's, no point, there's no point saying it was great. It was all right. We, we won in our clean sheet. Now we're getting lively. Uh, we're stuck we stuck again with a kind of four two three one, which makes us a bit more solid and aye that was about it really to be honest it was a pretty dreak night to be honest it wasn't a night for attractive football aye they were saying the game was in doubt for a wee while because of the, the rain during the day so in terms of that it's, that's the thing as I say what is that four last four or five games I think we're no two, two aye we've only lost one in the last six or something like that in the league which is pretty decent and certainly since Scott Brown has come in the team We've looked a bit more solid at the goalkeeping department defensively, so that's us, what, up to fifth, only three points off Dundee United. What's the story with Langfield? Is he, is he dropped? Is he injured? Does I think he... he has been dropped. I don't think necessarily he was maybe playing that badly, but maybe just... I just didn't... We, we, were not, we had a couple of kind of maybe games we were working at so-so defensively, and maybe Langfield's taking the brunt of it, as opposed to maybe someone else could have taken the brunt of it. Could have been Taylor, for example, but problem with that is we don't really have many other options just now because Anderson's out injured. Yeah. So I think maybe McInnes has just decided, right, let's freshen things up. Or it could just be maybe Brown's been really impressive in training. Aye. Uh, that's the thing. If you, get, if you get your spot on the side and you're doing well, you deserve to keep it. But to be honest, any kind of the games I've seen recently, Brown's not really been tested, but I think that is because we are a bit more solid when we're playing 4 2 5 one. The only thing I don't like about that is when you're playing that, or the way that we play it, I can find that we're only really going to win games maybe by 1-0 or something like that. So four yeah, two maybe. three one, John, not four two five one. No, did I say four two five one? <laughs> I was counting up on my fingers and my toes. Quiet, yeah. <laughs> four two five one, I think we'd score by a few goals, aye. But uh, no, we definitely look a, a lot more solid. But I do think when you play kind of four two three one, <laughs> that in terms of your strikers, kind of quite often isolated. Yes. Um, Rooney, it I think at times does look isolated, and Paul it seems to be in a kind of bit of indifferent form just now. I don't know. Kind of whether he's kind of lacking a bit of confidence or whatever, but then I suppose then it's just up to other players to step up. And as I say, McGinn looked lively tonight. Uh, kind of put in a good cross for the goal, mind you. It was one of those kind of balls in the box that the defender needs to deal with, and he did. He dealt with it and put it in the back of the net for us, so that was nice. Ah, uh, it's a good, a good three points. I don't think the Aberdeen's record up at uh, Dingwall is that good. I was reading a wee thing no, earlier saying I don't think we've, we've got a great record up there, but I, a horrible Monday night in blooming November and grinding it a one nil. That's these are these are big results coming into the season. Definitely, but if you certainly if you look at it like it just now, what top sets five points between them? Yeah. Uh, Celtic are obviously kind of hitting a wee bit of form now, but 
I don't know, there's time, teams that are capable of taking points off Celtic. Hopefully, at least, they can, uh, there can be some sort of challenge for at least take into a good part of next year. Oh, I definitely. definitely. Um, one thing about Celtic, not much as they've been criticised, they're actually doing all right defensively. They've not, they're not conceding many goals. That's one thing. Well, hopefully, uh, they'll be hoping that they can get Craig Gordon back in goals because Zaluska's a bomb scare. Oh, what? Uh, he's just, I don't know what it is about him, but I thought he was a decent keeper. But no, the last few times I've seen him, he's been terrible. So it's maybe it's probably just lack of games for the boys. Well, I don't know if he's. It really, could be. Could be that. Played that much. His confidence. Like a keeper, I think confidence plays a big part. And to be honest, that that defence he's got in front of them. Look, John saying there, they're, they're doing all right. But there's there's times you look at that defence and think, I don't know if that's the if that's the uh, the steadiest back four in the world ever. But um, I I don't know. I don't know what the story is with, with Craig Gordon. Whether it's a a long-term thing or whether it's just a, a knock or something because it's kind of uh, a bit quiet. Right then, we had uh, tonight's game. I think Ross County will be the team that goes down. They just they offered absolutely nothing. I think I've watched them a few t- a couple of times a few times this season and I just think they yep. look a right by our side. That's great news, John. Thanks for that. Right, I'll, no, take that. Right, Craig, <laughs> I'll take that straight away. That's one down. Right, just hope <laughs> so. Get Derek Adams in. Then it'll oh, be maybe a bit. Right, be. Two chances. We've had that. We've already had we've already, uh, had a look over Derek Adams' CV and told him not to bother applying, so don't worry about that. <laughs> I was going to mention so, that the, the Scottish so. Cup the Scottish Cup draw took place the big, today. The big, the, 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 uh, big Cup draw, you mean? Aye, the the proper cup, cup the Big Cup. The Big Cup. Aye, that's it. Oh, loads of teams in the hat, so I'm not going to read all of them. I'm going to focus again on, on my team, Rangers Killy. It could have been an easier draw than that, but happy enough. Oh, it's the same. I Yep. Aye. I think that we've got a chance of beating probably anybody in the draw if we play better than we've played this season. <laughs> uh, if we play our best, we've got a chance of beating I'll tell you what, though, it's yep. what a boring draw. You've got the top 14 teams in Scotland all playing each other. There's no there's no real uh, ties to look at and you think, oh, there's going to be a giant killing or something like that. You want the cup, you want your team going to places you don't get to go much. Whereas... Rubbish draw, wasn't it? Scrap. They should have just went nuts, scrap that one. <laughs> just redraw it. Aye, I mean, it's like teams that are playing each other all the time. Aye, yeah. crap. I think the, the telly will be keen on Hearts against Celtic. I think yeah, that's the one that jumps out yeah. for the telly box. But then that's a game that we've kind of had the last few Aye. seasons as well. You know, that's not, a, that's not a unique tie either. That's that's kind of been done to death a wee bit too. And... Rangers and Kumar will be in the TV as well, probably. I mean, well, that's, that ticks a box, John. Uh, old firm tick tick yeah I, I, but one good thing about the Scottish Cup is the, the, I'm pretty sure it's still the BBC and Sky they share that so there's a, a bit of a scope there to show us some some interesting tie but as we've seen with the BBC there with Rangers against St Johnston it's a very easy thing for them to do to pick either Rangers or Celtic to show on the telly but at least the games are not too far away it's the end, end of, of November yep Great. Motherwell season's going to be done by the 30th of November. You never know. Maybe on the call's done, you'll do all right in the Cups. That was one thing. <laughs> Struggling in the Cups, maybe. Ah, would a better. new manager. You never um, know, John, but I don't know. I guess new players were needing. Well, maybe it's just fresh. Maybe fresh ideas. Maybe. We'll see. Aye. Uh, other than that, there's nothing really the, the games that have passed that I wanted to discuss and cover the draws. So will we move on to discuss the games this coming week? Because we've got a couple that jumped out of me. Cowdenbeath against Rangers. It's Rangers game in hand. 
<laughs> Funnily enough, that's no one that jumped out at me. No, I didn't jump no. There's Where'd two days of Champions League football. Right? Boots. What game jumps out at you? Peace versus Rangers. <laughs> Greg, shall we go offline and just chat amongst ourselves just now? <laughs> jumped out at me. Can we have my red Liverpool? No, no, I couldn't be Rangers. <laughs> I see. It would have been on the telly. Sky would have picked that one up. But they, they couldn't because uh, Platini doesn't allow that to happen in a Champions League <laughs> night. So Aye, unfortunately, to watch that game. it's going to have to be either going to the game, which everybody knows I like to sit on my couch and be lazy <laughs> and, and not go to games, uh, or or maybe watch it via a, a stream if you live outside the UK. Of course, it's yep. uh, nothing yep. illegal here, nothing to see here. No, nothing You're to see here. Move along now. <laughs> Uh, right, okay, another game then. Astra, Vauxhall Astra against Celtic in Europa League. Thursday night, the prime time, 6pm. I'm not sure if it's 6pm on a dot, but it's pretty much 6pm. Well, you watched it. I'll probably watch it. It's on yeah, BT. Uh, I tend to watch Celtic in Europe. Uh, I think they, they had it tough against Astra in the home leg, so I think this will be another tough one. Although Chris was a wee bit more positive when we touched upon it. In the last podcast, well, I've not mentioned that Chris is on holiday. He's he's booked his holiday unpaid leave. In the podcast, he actually so asked for it off. Unlike you, hopefully, none of our listeners know where he stays and everything like that. You know. <laughs> oh, I never said that he left the house. I just said he was on oh, holiday. Right. right. Aye, could have been off his work, John. Aye. Right. Now he's cut that out. He's parks. He's really excited about the League Cup. The League Cup draw anyway. He can't wait for that Rangers Celtic match. Oh. See this tweets. He's he's leaving the country. Oh, he's, he's not, not happy, happy about it. No, he's not happy. I we could add a bit of banter if he was on about that. But anyway, Celtic in Europe against Astra. We'll see how they get on. But I don't know. From what I've seen, I'm not too sure. But a different ball game uh, away from what, home, though. I tell you what, see if they get a win, that puts them in a, a, a really a really strong position in that group. I think oh, they're close to romping that that I group. Think three points in the midweek will be a. You, know, you can almost you can almost say that it's as good as home and dry. Aye, aye, they can they can go go on a wee run in the Europa League, pick up a few injuries before the, the end of January, get knackered, that, that kind of thing. And then Aberdeen will win the league. Oh, well, I don't know about that. There's others that can get in ahead of them. Yeah, Greg, have you got a bet on Dundee United again this season? <laughs> I might do. I haven't. I listen, man. I haven't, I haven't seen where they're in the league. I might have another pop at them this year, but I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's difficult to like, see United and Aberdeen as well because, I mean, as opportunities go, and this, this season's as good as as good as any, to be honest, now that I mean, Celtic have had a stuttering start in, in last year's uh, runners up are currently propping up the bottom of the table, so. You know, it's, it's an opportunity for both sides, but I still think it's just a jump too far for both Aye. clubs. I think that I think that the, the gap between them and Celtic's just too it's too wide to bridge over a, yep. over the course of thirty odd games. I like how Dundee United have went about their business this season. There's been uh, none of the hype that they were getting last season. They've just yep. quietly went about it and and just magically well. appeared at the top of the yep. table. Yep, I like Aye, that. Done well. Done well. Yep, uh, seen Charlie Telfer scoring a goal. I think he'll be a good player by by all accounts. Uh, behind the scenes, anyway, I was hearing a lot of good things about him. Aye, they've done really well in signing younger players from from other clubs as well. Because I know they got a couple from uh, Queens Park a, a few years ago, and they seem to have got the sort of the system, the right system in place up there to 
not just sign young players, but actually bring them bring them through to a, a stage where they're playing first team football, which is which is what has to happen in, in Scottish football going forward. Yep, yep. So we'll move on to our predictions for the Premiership. Now, surprise, oh, surprise. Uh, well, we touched on the, the Scotland squad get announced tomorrow, uh, midday. John, unless there's anything specific you wanted to mention about the squad, I said that uh, McFadden and maybe Riordan <laughs> are going to get a call-up. Uh, All right, aye. Greg Stephen going Pearson. For O'Connor and Pearson. <laughs> aye. God, aye. Oh, uh, probably it'll just be this. I reckon it won't be far off. It'll be the same score as last time, I think, really. I think so. Barring the any be. injuries. Got to be. Can't see, I can't see any reason to change it, to be honest. So I, I, I'll cover that. But is it is it that sweet, the game? Um, aye, is it? International mid- break. Aye, yes, midweek, isn't it? Aye, it is. Yep, yep. Is that weekend Saturday? Is it Saturday and then we play, or Friday, we play Republic of Ireland and then we play that, did that friendly against England? I've got a feeling there's only That's two right. there's only two league games on in November. Something at the back of my mind says there's only two well Mother have only got two games on in November. Aye, because of the cops. Because of the cops. Because, because the of the Scottish Cup. Aye. As well. It's Tuesday the eighteenth for the, the Scotland England game. Aye, so the Ireland game's out the the Friday. Friday the Friday and the Tuesday, yep. Fourteenth. Yep. That sounds right. Aye. So going the... and, and they get tickets. Gonna to go to the oh. games, either of the games? No, no, it would have been a good oh, chance for me it. to go to Celtic Park. To be honest, I, I'd like to go to Celtic Park, but I can't see me going for a, a Celtic game unless I, I sit <laughs> in the away end. Although, <laughs> I could sit in the away end, Greg, after, uh, mm. following the, the lead of Mr. Glenn Venables, uh, <laughs> a guy who's been uh, to every game at Ibrox for the last six seasons, but he sits in the away end every time because he hates Rangers so much. Why does he go and see them every week? There's logic in he sits somewhere. in the away end. Who does he support? Anyone who plays against Rangers. All right. He sits in the away end. <laughs> How does he manage to get tickets for the away end every week? I, I guess he just goes and turns up because it's it's not going to be too busy. Uh, Aye, walk, you walk up, walk up by the Hibs. Walk up by them. Is there still tickets available for the England game? I well, I got an email the other day saying there were certainly still tickets, but they're, they're, they're more expensive than the qualifiers. I know, I know, it's, it kind of puts me off a wee bit, but then I think, you know, Scotland, England, I've, I've not been to a Scotland game since 1985, I need to break my duck at some point, and the last game I was at was Scotland, England, so maybe it's a nice, a nice, dub, a nice dovetail if I, if I go along. I'm going to say I'm too much money, Greg. I quite like to, but the fact that I'm charging... A ridiculous price for a friendly. As much, much as it's not going to be a friendly because it's Scotland England, but you're just thinking, ah, it's not for Christmas. John, John, Craig Craig gives money at the uh, at the charity pot. Aye. Pay it back. <laughs> 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 he says that's all right. You're cool. going right, right. to the charity. I'll phone your and say that couldn't give us up. You need to take that scanner back because JB and Greg are at the Scotland England game. Put those I'll, meet, I'll meet you in the West, Greg. <laughs> Definitely. Meet you in the West Brewery. That'll be us. Sound right. Uh, back to the predictions. Friday night, Greg. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> you've got surprise, a game Surprise, surprise. It's Friday night. It must be Motherwell and the blooming SPFL. Motherwell against Dundee United. Is that not who God, you've got at the end of the month in the cup? Oh, God. Be sick of, sick of the sight of all these teams. Right, you're, us. you're getting beat. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting beat. 2-0. <laughs> One each. Oh, what's happened to you? I'm on the, the predictor, and has it changed? Or are the matches not up yet? 
the matches are not up yet. John, don't criticise <laughs> the predictor <laughs> when you're on the podcast. I've told you before. You're pulling the curtain back a bit too far there, John. You're letting oh, them see the, the behind the scenes here. What happened to the professionalism? Hey. See you. See you, John. He's got a sore head, John. He's been moaning about a sore right. head for the last two hours. I'll let you off. <laughs> right, just right. use their production. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> production, right. Motherwell, Dundee United. Off no, I think. Aye, it'll be 3 1 to Dundee United. I don't want to preempt the charity bet, but Dundee United are exactly evens. For a win. Well, you've Oof. not went for Dundee United. Get your wages so orders. Get your. I am not going for Dundee United because I'm daft. I'm going to bet them, obviously, aren't I? I'm just going to go for it in the predictor. Moving on to Saturday. Dundee against St Johnston. 3 1. Dundee. Yep. Home win. 2 nothing. Uh, oh, Dundee. Aye, Dundee. Uh, aye, 2 1. Aye. Interestingly enough, Dundee 29 20 for a home win Saturday. Just that's a good bet. That's a good bet. 20. Oh, aye. Is it Clarkson? Five was there uh, much talk of earlier? Pardon? Was there much talk of Dundee earlier? Because Clarkson and Stuart must be about the best partnership in the league just now. Uh, Clarkson's pro- been prolific. Prolific at yes. the moment. Huh? Going well. Signing of the season. Mm-hmm. Inverness against Hamilton. I'm going to go one apiece. Oh, that's a tougher one to call, you know. Hamilton will be a wee bit of a blip at the weekend there. Shipping all those goals. Maybe Inverness here won nothing. I thought we had time to get my, my leg table up and all that because I was late coming on. Oh. Mind you, that didn't work last, well last week when I said that Partick Thistle had only scored one goal away from home. <laughs> so maybe I shouldn't bother with that leg table. Aye, anyway. Close that down. I just will no bother. Uh, <laughs> Inverness Hamilton. Oh, I think there could be a few goals in that one. I'll go for a 3 0 draw. <laughs> Aye. Goals galore. Goals galore. <laughs> Kelly against Ross County. I'm going to go for a home victory. 2-0. 2 nothing. Easy home victory. Stop clapping, mate. What, what's Kawarik's odds? Evens. Oof. There Evens. we are. Evens. 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 I'm, I'm preempting the charity bet here, but I'm just let me emphasize that again. Evens. Oh, yeah. I would go again with 2-0, so... Right, 2 0. So we, we, know hap- we, know ho- we know what's happening then. Ross County are going to romp that one. So, uh, <laughs> no chance. After you, you slated them tonight, John, you said they're going to get relegated. That's you what I based my predictions on. Have you watched them this season? Ah, I've seen them, they're rank rotten. Oh, I mean, I awful. So, Mirren against Partick Thistle. I'm going to go for 1 1. Oh, I, I can't see St. Mirren getting anything here at all. Partick Thistle, I think in Botham's back, I don't know if he played the weekend, but if he's back fit again. I think that's a, an away win for me, 2-1. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well, 2-1. Partick Thistle, 19-10. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying, just chucking that in there. 19-10 at home with St Mirren. St Mirren are 11-8. I mean, come on. That's an away win all day of the week. <laughs> Aberdeen against Celtic on Sunday, 12.30 kick-off. I'm going to go for 1-2. Godetti to score first. Score draw one each. Two one. Aberdeen. Oof. Oh aye. Oh, aye. Who who who's gonna score first though, John? Cadet might right? score first, I don't care. If Celtic can score first all they want if you win. Um <laughs> oh, I think he can beat them. Who scored who? for Aberdeen tonight, John? Uh, Paul Quinn. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it wasn't Rooney. Paul, Paul. Was I, was go, I was gonna go a Rooney and uh Cadetti any time double Sunday. 
See, I've got a feeling that uh, Good Willie might start this one. Yeah. I I think in terms of it being at home, I think Good Willie can help, especially against Celtic, where you're maybe at times not going to get as much of the ball. Good Willie can kind of work the channel a bit more. I, I think he might yeah. kind of change it. I'll keep uh, Craig happy. He likes Good Willie. Because uh, <laughs> pretty sure earlier in the season we played Good Willie against Celtic. Yeah. I did. They played, I think he started against Motherwell as well, I think. When they come off the bench, can't remember. Who knows? So, so I would, I think that could be, be happening. All right, right, we're on the charity bit. I think it's pretty obvious that we're going to have to to jump in with Dundee jumped out because twenty ninety twenty. It's two strategies here, right? As we were discussing earlier on today, we've got two hundred and twenty in the pot. We're a third of the way through the season. Maybe we try and limp to the halfway point in the season and get to three hundred pounds by yes, doing so. We, we just chip in. Fifteen twenty pound a week. Here, see if we get if we take Dundee and one other. See if we take Dundee and Kelly, for example. That's returning forty nine pound just for take, that double. See if you take Dundee United, that's a ton. Aye, that is right. So you either stick, you either, stick that, a, you either stick a treble on, which is a touch risky, or you you, you pick one tie that you think's a a banker, and that that Dundee. Um, that Dundee one for me jumps out. Twenty eighty twenty is a huge place, and Johnson are absolutely the rank. Yep, I we should have beat them on Friday. I think it's a bit scary going for the the Friday game, Greg. I don't like. That's I've right. Got, I mean, that's that uh, is the rule, isn't it? That is the uh, rule. I would don't tell go for a Friday, Friday game. game. Yep. Was there anything lower league that stands out, or do we want to just stick to a double? Well, that double is pretty good. If we get fifty quid back for that double, I, I think, that's a, I think that. that's a great a great return. In fact, right. I'm, going to have a, I'm going to have a bit of that myself. I think that's a cracking bit. I've got £5 back, Greg, because I lost it the weekend there, so I've got my right. stake back. I might I'll go tell you what, that. I'll tell you what you should do, right? You should go Dundee United, Dundee, Partick Thistle, Kelly. That's what you should do with your £5. Woofed. Right. I might do that, I might do that. But for the charity bet, Dundee and Kilmarnock. Dundee are 29 to 20, Kilmarnock are evens. £10 on that courtesy, and McBookie returns £49. Aye, I think that's see if we could see if we could just keep chipping away. Yeah. Like you know, thirty I mean that's that's even higher than I would have I would have I would have risked. But see if we could chip away with like twenty quid, thirty quid every second week, we end up getting to three hundred by halfway point in the season. Especially as well, we we can uh, we'll get the odd first goal scorer. Mm, and with that you're yep. probably getting about forty quid each time a minimum maybe about forty quid first yep. each time you got a goal scorer. Yep. On that su- on that subject Aye, what that's so? good timing. Hearts home to race rovers, yep. I think Hearts will, will romp that. I'm happy going with so. Yeah, that sounds good. I think that'll probably, I might not be, I might only be about 3-1, to one, but that'd still be alright. Yeah, that's alright. 20-30 quid in the pot's good. Uh, I would think. I don't think he'll be, he'll be great odds, but... I will put so a tenner on that. I missed the chat earlier about the League Cup draw then. The John, you missed so much because you were watching the telly. Uh, well, I was watching the... It's, you'd have been watching Rangers if it had been Rangers on TV. Oh, definitely. Aye. Definitely. What's your thoughts on the new firm, Darby, then, John? New firm. It's not even a new firm. It's not been a new firm for about 30 years, even if it was a new firm <laughs> at that point. My only, my only hope that the SFA show a bit of common sense and have the Dundee United Aberdeen on the Saturday, because if they have it on the Sunday, it's the same old story about the fact that Aberdeen fans get in the train carry it in until about half twelve. So you're not gonna get as big a crowd. If you have it on a Saturday, yeah. Then you've got a chance of a better crowd. Do I think if I remember rightly last year, 
both kickoffs were early kickoffs. They were about like half twelve or something like that. But at least a Saturday, folk have got a better chance of getting there. I think it's I think it's a certainty the old firm game will be a Sunday. Well, you hope so, but it's the SFA we're talking about. Certainty. Be a little but bit I of think the police will insist on that being a Sunday at 12 o'clock. No doubt about it. There's no way they're having that game on a Saturday. No chance. You're but, right. I don't, did you mention about the fact that Delia said, I don't think he said anything wrong in terms of him saying, I, we've got the, he never said, he, well, he never said that sort of space, basically said they've got the easiest draw, which I don't think's necessarily wrong, but he probably shouldn't have said it, because that's going to put a hybrid stress in him for the next two months. I don't know, I, I don't think... have an issue with the way he said it because he said that there was, uh, he seemed to be quite pushed uh, for an answer and he, he, the way he worded it was that he, uh, was it, he avoided the better team? Was it something like that? Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, I don't think, think he didn't say oh. that it was going to be a skush, he didn't oh. say, he wasn't a disrespectful in any way, I, I think uh, he's quite right in, in the way he put it that the, the game against uh, either of the other two would have been more difficult. Definitely. I mean, uh, based on the, the league standing, based on form. It's, I mean, he's uh, stating a fact. He's got, he's, got, he's got a side that's second in the first division. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I mean, there's, I mean if he turned around and said, no, that's the hardest job we could get, that's it's total Because it's not. Dundee yeah. and Aberdeen are far better than Rangers. So. Yeah. He's got to come out and be honest. But Craig's, Craig's spot on. What, oh, this, is, oh, this is all you're going to hear for three months. You're going to have the idiots in the press dangling Aye. carrots in front of these guys and waiting for them to bite and, and say something, and then it's going to be back page news. It's just that whole That's side of thing. I could, I could do, it, I could do it with. Uh, you know the, how they were talking about the the Celtic players uh, uh, cheering in the dressing room. I don't yeah. see an issue in that. I don't see. I, I'm. I think there's going to be a lot of the, the Rangers players, especially those that have experienced it before. Jig, Boyd, Miller. Oh, they're definitely. going to be cheering as well because it's it's something that they're going to be testing themselves at the the top level against the the top side in the country. They all want to do that. They all want to, especially when it's a an old firm game. Of course, they are. I don't I see don't an issue. Away, I think in a way it might end up being a bar thing in terms of. I mean, Celtic, mean, Celtic can destroy any team in the. In the UK, but or not so UK, sorry, Scotland. Well, oh, so they could. Uh, I I think that Dundee United could do the same to us. Uh, it's been a while since we faced Aberdeen, but I'm sure that Aberdeen could beat us as well. So I think that uh, there's no not a special fear for playing Celtic. As I no, said I earlier, if we play at the top of our game, I think we could beat any of the the three of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Celtic are like in a no win situation with this tie because they. <clears throat> they'll be clearly be the favourites. They need to come out and win it, and probably win it convincingly. Rangers do run the risk of the Celtic that played against Partick Thistle or Dundee United turning up, and it being an absolute hammering because there's no, there'll be no um, suggestion of Celtic taking the foot off the gas in that game. So if they were to go up a couple of goals, two three goals early, I think it would, they would end up being an absolute rout. But by the same token, if Rangers manage to hold on for like thirty minutes and nothing each. Now that cranks the pressure right up in Celtic because they're expected to win this game, expected to win it comfortably. Because we've just said, I mean, Dylan's come out and said they're playing the, the weakest team out of the four. So the expectation is, if you're the if you're the Scottish champions, you've got to go and put a performance on and do the business. So I mean, it's I think it's a it's an interesting tie. It really, um, first goal in that game could be could, could be massive. 
Yep, yep. As long as there's not any silliness, uh, and I'm I'm not referring to that, that off the field because I think that goes without saying. Ah. But as long as there's no silliness on the park, because there's uh, a couple of guys who, uh, going back a few seasons, uh, might have got a, a wee bit worked up on the park. And I'm thinking of Jig Brown, uh, Black, but but I've not seen as much of that. Over, especially for Brun and uh, Black over the last couple of seasons. So hopefully they can avoid that and hopefully we can be talking about the football in the park uh, regardless yep. of what happens elsewhere. Yep. Yep. Right, that's us done for the charity bet. John, the we'll competition. Competition, aye. Oh, Halloween. Halloween, it went well, I think. Yep, I, I, I was pleased with that, yep. So a bit of interaction, but just keep that coming. Um, so a few of them that we had, so can I go through the ones that were not the winners, first of all. <laughs> okay. Let's get through the rubbish ones, first right. of all, John. So, we had Georgie Pumpkin Clancy, which I quite liked, actually. But mm. it was my wife and my son that decided on the, <laughs> the, the winners. I was trying, sometimes with the names, you were saying, like, this is the, you know that way you were saying, right, that's a player. That, this is the, the, see the if you have the So, I don't think they appreciate that one. Right, that one's rubbish. Next. Uh, Ghoul Cliche. Uh, Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, let me see what else there was. Oh, I like this one. I thought this was a really good one. Mark Grim Reaper. Aye. Ah, yes, that works. That is a good one. I like that. And um, was Frankenstein Lampard. Was Frankenstein De Boer. Aye, that was a better uh, one. My one was better. Yep. There was Aloha. Which... <laughs> what was it again, John? Aye. That was, uh, no, John, wait a minute. John, I didn't hear that one. I tell you, what was it again? No, it's all right. <laughs> you hear it. You back. Uh, there was Wraith Rovers. Wraith like, Rovers? Aye. Like, that's rubbish. Uh, <laughs> Who put that one on? I know. That's garbage. Gee, this player I didn't know, but I don't know if this is actually his real name. Rob Ogerby. The Livingston. I've not heard of him. Rubbish. Except oh. to that. <laughs> Lee Nightmare. Ah, that's good. I, I kind of like good. that. That's right. a good one. That's, right. that's a good one. Now, see, I like this one. Michael O'Halloween. And I've seen St. John's there later on on Twitter use that. Mm. Michael O'Halloween. Ah, I see. Ah, I'm not into this copy now. Our ideas are John's ideas or, or John's Aye. wife's Celtic ideas. Celtic were copying it. See, I know. Celtic. I know. Celtic and club website. I'm telling you. Uh, there was Boo Boo Baldy. That's a good one. Simple. Yeah, that's good. In terms of that, then there was, oh, here's another one, Dirk Boo Writer. Aye. Aye. I think uh, that's a good one. West Brumwich Albion. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> right. So that gets rid of the ones that didn't win. Okay. And our two winners, two winners, which will just get the same thing, they'll get a £10 voucher, are going to be uh, Alcorta81, who's a regular listener of the podcast. Yep. And he... He came up with Timo Spooky. That's a good one. Ah, that's good. That's, yeah, that surprises me for him. I like that. He's come out with a good one. That surprised he must, me. He must have copied I that. Stole he's not I stole it. He's not just stole it. Aye. Somebody's told him. That's we'll it. Off. Aye. He's done his research there, so we'll let him off. And then Mr. Roddy Graham, he came up with Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Eh? <laughs> Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Oh, Hamowitz. Oh, oh, right, that's the way you read it out, John. Oh, come on. Is that your accent, John? Sick. You can tell it's light on. Stick it your wife on to read these out so we could have heard them properly. 
Aye. What was that one again? There was so, a, a team from Quick Manager. What was the other one again? Oh, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I'll cut that out. Don't worry. And I'll, I'll snip it and I'll get it on repeat. <laughs> so, aye. So, the winners have got a choice. They can either have a £10 voucher or they can choose to donate £10 to their charity of their choice. So, they could choose their oh, yeah. It's up to them. What do you think? It's we'll going to be charity, isn't it? It's definitely Aye. going to be charity. We'll see Aye. what they say. Aye, but that's good. Thanks for sorting that out. Yeah, that's good. Thanks, Mrs. So we'll get another one going in a couple of months. Aye, yeah, aye, we'll think about that. that a couple of months. Because I think that was good. Uh, good some fun. of the entries were, were rubbish. Uh, the reading out <laughs> of the entries was rubbish, but other than that, it was good. <laughs> but, aye. Just remember, if you want to tweet us, it's RSFF Podcast. Yep. Anything about Scottish football, just tweet us. Yeah, you like questions, let, you name it. Let us know you're listening. Aye, and for next week, uh, not this weekend coming, but the, the weekend after that, we'll be looking for first scorer bets. So any any suggestions? Not for this coming weekend, but the one after that, that'd be good. And it needs to be the, either from the Championship, League 1 or League 2. Yep. yep. Right, well, thanks for coming on, John and Greg. No yep. And good. thanks for that competition again, and thanks for listening. And I'll speak to you next week. All right. Right, Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.